Welcome to Stream Stream Queen. Queen. Yes, that is a male voice that you just heard. Our first male on our show. And he's here specifically because he bangs someone that's on the show. Oh my god, Brianna! (laughs) Can confirm. I love, also, this is our anniversary treat for each other. <laughs> Alex gets to be on the podcast. Can't confirm. So this is, this is Brie. I've got Mickey here with me as always, my Hello. queen. And then we've got her little uh, sex toy over here, oh Alex. On their anniversary, nice. you guys. Happy Annie. I'm down for that. <laughs> Three years, baby. <laughs> and Alex is on this because Brie and I have a confession to make. We've never seen Die Hard. No. Alex, do you wanna do you wanna um tell us why you thought um we should watch this after Christmas? Okay, okay. Yes, I wanna <clears throat> hear, hear me this. Out. Hear me out. I got confused when I was thinking about Die Hard One and then the next one in the five or six or seven. There's movies. like a hundred of them. Yeah, Bruce Willis and so he's in a walker in the last one apparently, but He honestly Spoiler might alert. be also one more thing to add into that, because Greg, I was watching it with Greg, which I feel yeah. like is now a common theme. Yeah. Apparently he enjoys watching these movies now yeah. that we pick. They're sick. They're awesome. Yeah. And so he he goes, he dies at the end, and I was like, bull fucking shit, I saw there was a hundred other movies, <laughs> and he's the starring Good in try, it. Good try, Greg. <laughs> I like no, that. No, Alex it's thought good. that it was a New Year's movie, which I, is why we watched it after Christmas. Okay, in my defense, they were at a Christmas party, and I didn't... The next one, you'll know what I'm talking about. Is a New Year's one. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You know I was funny because I went to the end. I'm like, how is this a New Year's movie? And Alex is like, oh, yeah, that's the second one. <laughs> Mistakes were made. Things were said. So, Mistakes were made. We're celebrating Christmas a little later. As my dad pointed out, he called me, He called us out. Your fucking dad called us out? Yeah, I sent you that, a picture. Steve-o. I know. He's like, you know Die Hard's a Christmas movie, right? And I'm like, a doll, but... Alex thought it was New Year's. <laughs> so happy New Year's, everyone. 2020. We're going to hand it over to Alex to tell us a little bit about the movie before Ooh, we jump you, in. Do you have uh, any fun facts for us? Yeah, actually, I got one I want to start off with. This is, yeah. Do you have a synopsis hot. ready for this us? This is hot. I got I got a summary, if that's what you mean. Yes. Yes. Hell yeah. All right, so I did, I did find out in my extensive research for doing this. Yes. Before, I don't even want to call it, like, they, they wanted a... At first, they wanted some big action star. So, Clint Eastwood, De Niro, Pacino, Ooh. Frank Sinatra. What? He was 74. I was going to say, he was still alive? And He was 74 at the time. They were going to put him in this shit. And then the, the, the director's like, no, no. Yeah. He's yeah. a fucking old man. Like, well, get out of here. Oh, my God. And also, like, he's way too... I, I find him to be, like, too pretty, like... His voice, like everything about he's him, like he's a like he, he like like I just don't I couldn't see him in this role. No, like crawling through the vent. No, he would have died in the vent. <laughs> would have died when he walked up the stairs. <laughs> the last, uh, what do you want to call it? The last uh, uh, the, the, the candidate would have been uh, yes. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh. Okay, that does he, make sense. He just got I done did. doing Predator. Oh, I did ask. Predator? I did ask Greg. I said, "Where the fuck is Arnold?" Because it's all these German assholes. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was curious. You want to? Oh, that's a good segue. Yeah. The, the the when the movie was actually written, the terrorists were not German; they were Irish. Oh, the, I guess the movie was pre-released oh. in Germany in nineteen seventy-four, <laughs> and all the terrorists were Irish. But because of all the shit going on in Germany and in Europe with yeah. the, like, the Cold War era, they changed it. In America, they wanted to portray like the the European kind of market uh-huh. as negative for the Cold War. So they switched him to be German, not Irish. Damn. Because Ir- Irish was a little bit likable at the time. Getting a fucking history lesson today. I was going to say, you know stuff. Wow. Yes. Uh, Bruce Willis' salary is $5 million. Oh, shit. Total budget for the movie is $28 million. Holy He got shit. a fifth of it, a sixth say, of it. I what is that percentage? It's, it's 17.7 or 17.6, something like that. They gave it all to Somebody Alan do the Rickman. math, please. They gave it all to Alan Rickman. The, the rest went to Snape. <laughs> <laughs> That's... And I mean the, the uh, some of the other ones the some of the other facts that I did learn the the, the original director he kind of gave it the thumbs down when he first saw it okay and he's like no 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 he's like this is there's too much blood there's too it's too gaudy of a movie yeah there's a lot of blood and then actually. at the like once people started like the the family and friends viewing the mm-hmm. feedback they got was this is the tits this is they they, they want to see blood like they want to see mm-hmm. how the sausage is made Ew. yeah now I'm just thinking of like a meat grinder. <laughs> <laughs> 
so what's the what's the summary of this movie? Yeah, give us a little synopsis before well, we dive in. Well, I one thing I did want to premise before we yes. really start is mm-hmm. one thing he's got that, it going. Uh, yeah. One thing people probably they pick up on it, but it's like you kind of make a roundabout in your mind or you circle back. John McClane and his wife, they're still married. She changes her mind, or she changes her her name to her maiden name and puts Miss, because in the Japanese market, a married woman does not have dominance in the market. It helps sales if you you see someone as a Miss. She Mm. made some kind of comment. She didn't say that flat out, but she said something about that with Mr. Tiaki. Yeah. Tiyoshi. Nagasaki. Nagasaki. That's not his name. Shumanumi. Fuck us. I can't. <laughs> Earth's white American, sorry. Just, white guilt. White guilt. White guilt. <laughs> and um, she she feels guilty because he had a successful career in New York. Yeah. In the yep. beginning of the movie as a cop. Mm-hmm. And he pretty, he kind of alludes to this through the whole movie. But what he, what I guess probably, and I'm not, I'm not a movie critic by any means, Clearly, we are credited. <laughs> you professionals. What? What the director probably could have they they could have had Bruce Willis in the very first scene of the movie on the airplane. They could have had him open his wallet and look at a family picture to give the audience uh-huh. the idea that they're still married, but due to a job. Because obviously, you're on an airplane in the nineteen. The movie is set in eighty eight. So when you're on when you're on a movie when you're on a plane in eighty eight in a movie. You're, you, people didn't travel as I mean, there was no Expedia. There's no internet then, so no, there's nothing you flying, could do. Flying was a real commodity, hmm. so they could have premised him looking in his wallet at, at a picture of his family to see, oh, there there are parents that are on different sides of the country and they're working, and it, you you kind of have to do a little bit of work. Mm-hmm. Watching the movie, and you, you got to be a little bit on your feet thinking about I it. I definitely call myself out a few times in my notes on that bullshit. I was like, yeah. "Oh God, I'm stupid." But then, <laughs> but then the director kind of pulls. It's kind of a, a lazy move. You see her when she's talking to her boss. She flattens the, she flattens the picture. Yes. And it's like you, you kind of wonder about that, but that's a little bit of an Easter egg for later on in the movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Don't spoil too much. We gotta get into it. We're gonna yeah. get into this. Yeah. Dive so, in. Do you have a, a summary or no? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Read it. It's in my head. Tell oh. us your summary. Oh, yeah. okay. Fucking me- he fuck- Alex doesn't take notes. Go and fucking rogue on this. Let's no, do seriously. it. seriously. He sat there like, I didn't think he was taking any notes the entire time. I'm like, are you taking notes? But he's totally got you notes know? on his phone. I know, but he was like just on his phone. And I they was just there like stuff typing like away. and 90s hair. And that's all it was, yeah. Sexual tension. There's a, that's all I put for notes, but they're thinking points more than notes. Yeah. yeah. So, he does know the movie by so heart. What, he does. What this is is it's a it's a it's a uh, it's a, a international trading company that Bruce Willis or his name A.K.A. Roy or John McClane. Fucking Roy. Roy. Roy and Al. I call lovers him forever. Bruce B. The whole time. So <laughs> his wife works for an international trading company, and they fucked over a bunch of Germans all the years before, and this terrorist attack in the movie at Nag. No, not Nokushima Plaza. It's, it's Noka. What's its face in my notes? Nailed it. That's probably better. But what it is is it's the the Germans are. are Hans Gruber says this in the movie. He says we'll show them what dirty business looks like, alluding to the fact that this company fucked them over years before. Okay. So what they're going for in in the mind of the Germans is like kind of what do you want to call it like. Repayment or mm-hmm. what, are, what did the slaves Payback? get when they got freed? I'm sorry. Retributions. What? That's what it was. It, they did. The <laughs> slaves got retributions. And so did, did the Germans. The, the Germans apparently try, they tried to get them. So they're throwing in slaves. So they're they're trying to get in the summary. They're trying to get money back from a company that fucked them over. But so he he gets to go to this Christmas party. <laughs> And then at the Christmas party, these terrorists have this the whole building on lockdown. They end up infiltrating and locking shit out, and it's smart. This that's a smart way they do it. And then John McClane, who's a cop in New York City, he goes he goes all cowboy. There's an Easter egg for you too. He totally does. He goes cowboy on these Germans, and he shoeless. He's yeah, well, she, glass in his foot, <laughs> and then he starts he starts going all cowboy, killing them off one by one. The Germans have got a lot of they got a lot of like fail safe set on right. the building 
and like do, do, do I get further into this or I know I think I think that's good and it's really too much good, away because we go like scene good. by scene usually so. yeah and then at that point it's like is he gonna is he gonna get is out? Is he gonna get out or not? Is he gonna save the day? Apparently, Greg said he dies. <laughs> Greg said he dies. So spoiler fucking. alert: if you don't like the main character dying, you won't like this movie. So that's the story. Bye. Bye. <laughs> it's like Star Wars. The oh. character dies. Okay, I don't know about you, Bree. How much did you know about Die Hard before? I, absolutely nothing. I knew jack shit. Literally nothing. I only knew little parts because of Bob's Burgers when he puts on that one man. Bob's Burgers. Die Hard and Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yes. That one episode where he's like. <gasps> It's I <laughs> I had no fucking idea, and I literally turned to Greg. Can I just tell you what I had for my my first opening? And it wasn't oh, even yes. the start of the movie. Yeah. Holy shit! That twentieth century Fox logo. It was pretty bad. When the fuck was this made? I said that out loud, and Greg said nineteen eighty eight. Yikes! It looked like some fucking weird ass claymation bullshit from like the eighteen hundreds. I don't really, know. Yeah, okay. it was really bad. Side question about intros: Who the fuck decided a lion was going to be the MGM? I don't like know. Move, a zoo. I did. I do know that that lion ate his trainer in 1955. Yeah. I didn't Damn. That. All right. I didn't. <laughs> Everyone didn't know that. So Greg says it's it's in 1988, and yeah, I was like, I found. that was the fucking year I was born, and Michaela was still in the sperm bank. I was a twinkle in my dad's eye. So was Alex. <laughs> oh, you were even younger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, not we were even just a, twinkles in our dad's eyes. Not even a thought to the world yet. <laughs> I don't even know, were they, my parents weren't even married yet. I don't even think they met at this point. My dad was on his first wife. (laughs) Yes, as he should have multiple. (laughs) Mirka. Was. Oh my god. So my only note for the opening is, hi Bruce Willis, hello gun. It is a Christmas movie. I'm so excited. That's all I have. I love that. I, as Alex had alluded to, I have the part where he's on the plane. And he's landing and he's terrified, which also same. I hate, I hate flying. flying. I hate it. I realize that it's Bruce Willis because I shit you not, didn't even know that was part of the movie because that's how little Are I knew. Are you serious? That's how little I knew about You've this never even fucking seen, movie. Like, the screen grab of him in the vents and stuff. Never. Okay. Never saw shit, which blows my mind. Family Guy alludes to this too. Yeah. And I, I said he's clenching that plane seat like he sees dead people. <gasps> You know what I'm referencing? Yes, seven. No, it's not seven. Shit. Um, it's the sixth sense. The I seventh knew sense. A, I knew there was a number That's in how you there. know when there's tacos in the room. Shut yes. up. My brain is fried. I can't. I knew there was a number in there, you My assholes. seventh sense goes Shut nuts at Del Taco. And I also oh, said Where's they the land. He's getting his shit from the little... Overhead oh, storage yeah, container. Yeah, yeah, and he gets into the airport, and I said, he's smoking in the airport. That's what I said, too. I was like, when can you smoke in airports? I want to one-up that. Yeah. He had this gun on the airplane. Yes, Unless you. you're a marshal, you can't have a gun on an airplane. And he just said, don't worry, I'm a cop. Very pre-9-11 <laughs> shit going on. Yeah, he just walked through yeah. custody. And they're just like, oh, Customs. you... Whatever. <laughs> you know, it's a custody. TSA. Custody battle. Alex loves the TSA. Nope. Don't like that. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. Nope. That's a different podcast. <laughs> yep. Um, I noticed you can smoke in airports and his gun. I was like, Jesus Christ. Yes. Like, even if you're a cop, why would you bring your gun? And that's when Greg said, this is from 1988. And I was like, mm, makes sense. The 80s were you know, a questionable time. Honestly, I kind of want to live in the 80s. Is that Blow bad? is a lot cheaper. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there were some benefits. Drugs were okay. Well, they, they were illegal, but they There's could, no hair you could get back them. Then. You okay. could get them in California. But the hair, I would have fit right in. Just Holy shit! F- oh yeah, you just gotta like let that shit go. Yeah, love the '80s. Okay, anyways, continue. I said I we go to like a years. work party? Question mark. Wait, first of all, I put Alan Rickman rip. When does Alan Rickman show up the first time? <sighs> At the work party, right? Oh yeah, in the truck. They're pulling up to the building. Mm-hmm. You see a very okay. brief shot of the of the. Oh, I know. I, the company still exists in California, and it's like really? cost trans, or like it's some sort of hybrid. And we're gonna of, get yelled at so hard because you didn't take notes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I didn't take the brand of the moving truck they used to. Sm- uh, yeah. Also, young Alan Rickman can fucking get it. So what I'm getting here is that we. So we get to meet that limo driver who I love. He's so cute. What's his name? I forgot. What's his name? It's Argyle. Argyle, fucking yes. They get to Sorry. what I thought was her apartment building. It's her office. Yes. 
and there's an office party and we see like, he goes up or whatever and that truck comes in and mm-hmm. we see Alan Rickman. Shout out to my boy making drinks in the car though. Fuck yes. Fuck yeah. I'm just gonna like drink and wait for you to get laid here. It's fine. He's going to Vegas. <laughs> so uh, this is the first time we see his wife who I don't know is the wife and I just say that perm dough. Um, her outfit looks so comfy. Yeah. With, like, the belt and then like the little button thing. I think we need so to bring f- some of that 80s comfort oh back. Oh my gosh. It looks so comfy. It was so cute. I loved it. She's the receptionist or something. That's how fucking sexist I was in this movie. Yeah, I... One of my notes is, who's Holly? Question mark, question mark. Chestnuts? Question mark, question mark, question mark. You mean his dick? Question mark, question mark, question mark. I was just like... Fuck. I don't know what I'm saying. So many questions, and none of it makes sense, so we can't answer that. Also, I put, she's not happy with him. (laughs) So, I did think it was an apartment building as well. Yes. Nakatomi Plaza. I only know this from Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Bob's Burgers. (laughs) Yes. And I said, ah, oh, she changed her last name. Sadness. <laughs> but yes. now I know why, so thanks for the backstory. So what I had, and, and this kind of jumps back into that, the limo ride that he took, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, first of all, I'm pretty sure this is the wifey poo that calls home yes. <clears throat> to check on the kids, yes. right? And, and I said, they're rich enough to have a Spanish maid. Fuck you. Yeah. And then I started thinking, well... He got to take that plane ride. That's expensive in the 80s. And then we get to the limo ride. I'm like, how much money does this fucking family have just on its own? Again, rich enough, he has a limo driver. Mm -hmm. In the limo, you guys, in 1988, they had a CD player, a TV. Cassette. Cassette and... AM, AM, FM. I'm sure. And a phone, right? A phone and a V and VHS. Jesus. VHSs. <laughs> CDs were a thing in 88? I'm sorry, that was a really dumb question. <laughs> but They were hot in like 2001. We get into the parking ramp. The guy is pouring drinks. He's like, don't worry, I'll wait yeah. here for you. I got this. <laughs> Call me on the car phone yep. is what he fucking he's a said. Because apparently car phone was a fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And that boy was snorting, snorting cocaine. Um, so they're at this Christmas party. They go downstairs, right? Because they're like going to be a part of this yeah. Christmas party. And we see this quartet playing music. Aww. And I said, quartet from the Titanic is playing because this movie is that outdated. <laughs> Pretty much. I didn't get the hype of the movie at this point. I was like, what's the hype? I don't get it. I don't get it. And then um, once 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 you think about the the hype the movie is not getting in your mind, yeah. then you see we saw the we saw the truck earlier. Yeah. It's uh because the cars that pull up it's they, there's a four door Mercedes. Mm-hmm. It's like a ninety three, and it parks out front, and then you get the two. Are we going into the like scene by scene now? Hold on. First all of all, right. these are my notes. Where's Snape? Hi, Snape. I found Snape. Why are they in this building, though? <laughs> God damn it. I gotta, I can't. We gotta hand this back over to Alex, who has coherent thoughts. <laughs> I don't know about that. Jesus. So they get out of this car. There's two guys that get out. They walk in casually bullshitting about a Celtics game. Yeah. And well, Celtics-Lakers, because that was the one of the rivalries of the time. And they're talking about the game last night, and they they're casually walk up to the desk, and... Uh, they're talking about a, a, a series of passes that happened, and it was well done by the director. Yeah. And he said he puts up, he put up a fadeaway, and he pulls out a gun, and he yells, bang, like a ball is going through the net, and he shoots the concierge in the head to allude to they're going to steal his clothes in case the cops come, yeah. so they have an actual guy at the front desk. So while we're, you were talking about basketball and stuff, so the notes I had, which aren't super helpful, obviously. <laughs> we're so bad. Because at this point, I'm still going, what the fuck is going on in this movie? It was really fast. It was. And also, just coming in not knowing what was going on. Uh, I did mention the bang in the bathroom. Or the interrupted bang. They tried to go into bang. It was an office. Yeah, it was the office, but the office bathroom. You know what I'm talking about? I said titties. (laughs) Well, they were banging on a desk. But remember, like, the couple that comes together and they, like, they barge in. Well, they barge into the bathroom and they want to go bang. They're trying to bang in the bathroom and they're interrupted. And And I feel like that was really important because that's where he takes his shoes off. To do the floor, the, to make the make the fist with his feet, yep. and then take his yeah. Because that's how he loses his shoes. So I just wanted to another, another fun fact: the guy who taught him that yeah. on the plane, he's the director. Shit, that's so cool. Huh? Damn, I gotta watch this again. Uh-huh. I put angsty I music. Know me too. 
must be the bad guys. <laughs> Let's talk basketball and Magic Johnson. Because that's who they were. I was like, fuck yeah. Lakers. Computer hacker and blonde Fabio are, mm-hmm. are attacking and stealing dot 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 something. Oh, hi, Snape. Yep, I said... So those are my notes. Yep, I said... So, so, oh, far, so far, I know nothing. Yep, I said, oh, spy shit, that's cool. And then my Snape notes come in. <laughs> yes. And then lockdown. That sucks for everybody. That's all I said. Shotguns fired. I know. What are they after? That's and then, what I said, too. And then I put... Titties! Titties, that's exactly what I put. I put... I put, oh my god, who are they shooting? Always look for those emergency exits. Dot, dot, dot. Titties! <laughs> well, then they're smart because they... After they shot the the concierge at the front, mm-hmm. three guys went to do. One guy went to do the elevators. Yeah, the, the black Arthur is his name, I guess. Yeah, he hacked into the computers and he locked out three of the four elevators. Mm-hmm. And then two guys went. Uh, they they went down the hall, past the elevators to the left, down the stairs, and that's where the phone lines were. And back right. in the day, there's no fiber opt- fiber optic cable. Right. So the phone lines were the size of a fucking garden hose. Like a goddamn dildo. <laughs> yep. That's exactly where I was going Your with that. Your dildos are this big? I like them snake size. <laughs> we have we have meandered off track. Okay, good. We have meandered off back. track. It's Bring not an back. episode of Stream Queens if we don't talk about jizz or dick at least once. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to our podcast, Alex. So <laughs> this is what I talk about every week. So there, so you, you can see one of the blonde guys, not blonde Fabio. This guy's got a wicked fucking bowl cut. He's sitting there trying to go through and cut the right cable. He's disabling the alarms right. to the building and I, the fire alarms as well. Right. But I do he, not remember this but part. He, he has to disable all but the 31st, 32nd, 33rd floor. I'm glad that you can... Like, I have to pause and jump in. I'm so glad you can fill this in for me because so much of this I, to this point was so confusing yeah. because so much was happening. So much was going on. I couldn't even like take enough notes. I was just like, okay, try to watch it. Now I forgot it. So, yep. Because so, it was so three days ago that I watched they're it. Cutting the, they're cutting the fire alarm. They're cutting the alarm itself. And they're cutting the phone. But fucking anxious Gruber up top, not Hans Gruber, the anxious dude. Yeah. He's got a big ass saw. And instead of cutting them one by one, he takes a saw and, and cuts the whole, the thing. whole thing off. Okay. And where they fuck up, he's supposed to cut a fire alarm for the 30th floor, the first floor that Bruce Willis goes to when he right. realizes people have taken over. He forgets to cut that one. And we'll get to that in like. Five minutes or so. This but. makes the movie way cooler, and I already enjoyed it, to be honest. I liked, I mean, I still didn't really get the hype, but also, I I was just trying so hard to take notes and, like, be descriptive as possible, and I couldn't do it. So. Which is fair. And so I was just, like, I ended up sitting and watching most of it, which is fine, but I also want to watch again. I have Aftermath of Shooting After. Is that? So what after? I have, when you're kind of talking about this elevator thing, what I had is, takes head guy up elevator. Mm-hmm. That's Su- the one elevator that left. Super important, Brienne. At least I got that. <laughs> My next note, is that a missile? Um, Don't know what that was about. Apparently they had something I thought was a missile. They, well, they, they brought in two crates of... And it had all the, the markings Two on RPGs it. that they'd stole from the government. Right, Jesus. okay. Yeah, I don't And then that. when... Because... <laughs> oh, shit! Oh, oh, no, no, you're, it, saved oh. it, we good. Saved it! I saved it with my toe. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Not the white cloth! Oh. Not the white cloth! Um, so my sorry, can I good. say my next note? Yeah. I hope Bruce Willis wears this white tank top the rest of the movie. That was That's, literally my next note. I kind of envisioned, and actually, I hope someone makes a meme of him in that white tank top with like the cutout nipples and a and a purple <gasps> bra, like Regina George. Yes. That's what I want to see. Mm, sorry. Please continue. Continue with the story. <laughs> so, uh, so what they're gonna do before they take uh, the 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 senior executive up the elevator is they want to instill because later on in the movie on the news they brought in all oh, the douchebag on the news. They brought in the the hostage negotiator, and what they're trying to do in the beginning of the movie is they're trying to establish what what, what they show with the terrorists is the terrorists are going to go off script from a normal hostage negotiation, and later on they bring in the hostage negotiator. Right. He tries to tell them what they're feeling and all this shit, but so what they do off script is they go in and instead of just pointing guns, they go in and just start firing away to try and send them into a mass state of chaos. Yeah. They round them up, 
And then they take the the senior executive up to the the thirty second floor. Oh, that was Sissa Shumi Also, this is when you turn on the subtitles, and I was very happy. That's true. Yeah. I did make the note because I do. I love the very specific details, like the six or six hundred and forty million dollars that they were going after, and I was like, okay, cool. Now I have a motive because at that I didn't realize there was. A connection. I didn't catch that. I thought it was a group of badass terrorists just going for money. I didn't know it, there was a connection that they got fucked over. And then what? Wow, we pay attention to movies what, really well. Really well. <laughs> what what we kind of have to disassociate ourselves with is 2020. You can steal millions of dollars on the internet. Back then, there's no internet, so everything you was, had to steal. Everything person. was corporate bonds. <laughs> yeah. So they had they had 640 million dollars of the corporate bonds in their vault. Seven layers, seventh layers, and electromagnet. Is that why like crime has gone down? Gone down? No, crime has not gone down, boo. Shit ton of shootings. <laughs> no, not even shootings. What the shootings. fuck am I talking about? <laughs> Dude, Target had a breach like five years ago, and they they stole like five hundred billion dollars. Caribou off of stole our just shit. credit cards. Just credit cards. Caribou too. It's terrifying. Well, the caribou's like a smaller minute. All right, all right, all right. You all right. no longer have to steal physical yeah. ba- no, like bonds you can steal people's identity and get into their banks <laughs> so so what they're doing is they're trying to steal these bonds they walk him from the elevator right through before we had powerpoint and all these all this 3d graphic design you actually had to make scale models of things. i was gonna say physical I, models i called them fucking nerds <laughs> they're models. all i can think about is zoolander what is this yes! like, <laughs> a building for ants zoolander <laughs> I said Snape is all about that money, money, money. Yeah, they're trying to get money Thanks, back Rihanna. in retribution. Okay, well, I didn't pick that up at this point. So they're 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 kind of they're they're trying they're torturing this executive. Yeah. Because they think he has a code to get into the safe. Right, and he doesn't know the code, he, or he's he, not telling. He him. knows a code. He knows a code to get into the computer. But then there's but, like, wasn't there like six different other yeah. locks? There, well, there's there, yeah, there were, there were seven total locks. There were okay. six of them that were unlocked by code. But what he said was. By the time you break in, take the money, they're going to have changed the code over in Japan, which right. is in a different time zone. It was nighttime, so, so it would have been, been daytime there. So they would have caught it because it was daytime. Yeah. Exactly. I said, how long is this guy going to sit in the parking ramp? <laughs> I said, lol, that limo driver sucks ass. <laughs> so, our, so our bro is still hanging out, making drinks. Yep. He's on the phone with his fucking girlfriend. Yep. So the, the, he asks him twice. He says, give me the code. No. Oh, and Did, Bruce Willis is there the whole time overhearing this. Yes. Yes. So, oh, I, 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 I got to preface that too. He he's being a sneaky motherfucker. He's he, sneaking. So sneaky when so when when they sh- when they when when all the terrorists go to this holiday party, Bruce Willis he hears the first gunshot that they sounded off. Right, and he, so that's he, he, he peeks out the door, and he realizes there's an there's an emergency exit over there. He he runs over with no shoes, a tank top, oddly enough, tucked into his pants. Yes. Hard pass. Okay, what happened to his overshirt again? I forgot. Remember, he took it off because he was cleaning his face. So he ends up sneaking upstairs, and he thinks he's hiding in a safe room. He ends up here in the elevator, ding. Yep. He he's hides. not safe. Okay. He hears the... Ne- he hears it's coming the, back to me. It's he hears back. the lack of negotiations between the, 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 the senior executive and Hans Gruber. And then at the, yeah, the third time, he says, I'm going to count to three. If you <laughs> yes. don't give me the code, I'll shoot you. And, and he, he says, he says you're going to have to shoot me because I don't know the code. And he's like, so be it. Fun fact... Yes. Another one. Please I'm, tell us. I'm You're just pulling, full these, of I'm fucking pulling these out of thin air. This is great. This is like drunk history. Alan, it is kind of. Alan Rickman. <laughs> Al, they, they, had to, they had to shoot. Any scene that Alan Rickman had a gun, they had to shoot at least 10 times. Because whenever he shot a gun, because obviously they have the blank rounds in Hollywood that don't have a it bullet in them. It freaked him out. He would flinch and his Aww. face would cringe every time he did that. Oh, baby. So He's the, so pure. They, <laughs> They said that they said that every time every time they, they said if you watch the scene where they assassinate the the senior executive yes if you're really nerdy and want to freeze frame you can see him you bleeding. can see him you can see his face start to cringe but they had enough editing in the '80s that they cut away to Bruce Willis which right was away. like not enough at all which is why they had to fucking the film it twenty baby. times I just want to say like this is our second movie with Alan Rickman in it. Bruce Willis pops this. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Don't they Han, hear him? Hans Gruber. No, no. Hans Gruber pops this executive. Right. And Bruce Willis, just out of fear, he crouches behind the table even more. He ends up kicking the table, and yes. they're right. Hans and that's Gruber's when they like, notice. Stand up and go find him. 
Yep. And then, so they start shooting at this fucking table, and he's already out the door. Yeah. And then they're like, sweep the building. And then that, so they send two brothers upstairs. Mm-hmm. Blonde Fabio and Blonde Fabio's brother. Yes, because they they're up, all the fucking Fabios. They end up going upstairs. They end up having a bit of a shootout. Bruce Willis ends up actually capping his brother. Yeah. So that yeah. sets another another narrative. So when we're thinking about the Fabios, I kind of thought of them as like the Berenstein Bears. Did you guys ever? <laughs> yes. <laughs> God damn it. They're like a giant family of the Berenstein Bears, but they're all German Fabios. Mm-hmm. They they set they set up Glasses, this narrative. sweater, backpack, bleach blonde hair. They set up this narrative here where blonde Fabio is going to be he he wanted to be the one to kill John McClane because he killed his brother. He's going to try and avenge the death. So yeah, so we'll set that up for later. But he ends up killing him. Funny enough, blonde Fabio's brother had. The detonator for all the C four they were going right. to use to blow up That's the right. building. Right, yeah. right, and right. And he had a okay. walkie-talkie. He had four rounds of mm-hmm. what SMG ammunition, and yeah. then just a duffel. Well, Bruce Willis ends up taking the whole bag, and that's how Bruce Willis ends up. That's how he gets the power. That's how he ends up communicating with, um, with Hans Gruber, and then he tries to radio him the next scene. I have dickhead as the next. Is this is? <laughs> but wait, is this when he sends the brother down the elevator? Because no, I have I now. I have a machine gun. Ho ho ho. Yeah, well, that that blonde Fabio's brother. <laughs> th- th- blonde Fabio's brother is the one who has the gray sweatshirt on. Yes, which is now and they oh, write wow. the whole shit on there. Hans Gruber is uh, Alan Rickman's on point with this. He says, "Let the police come," and he says, "Once they're halfway here, call the call nine one one." Give them the security clearance right. to, to, to cancel the fire alarm, and then they're going to go away. It's a morale break for Bruce Willis because he thinks, oh, good, we're saved now. Yeah, but he, but the yeah, fact yeah. that he sees them and he sees him turn around. And, um, all right, what do you guys got for notes next? Mine, He's just chilling in the elevator systems, question mark, getting Star Wars vibes here. Mine <laughs> halts for a moment, and then I say, off the elevator, and we see a Playboy poster. Goes to the roof. That's the only place he can yeah. get on the frequency of the the dedicated nine one one channel. Okay. Yeah. And then you you see the scene of the nine one one operators room, and they say this is not a joke, and you, this is a dedicated frequency. Right. Yada yada. And so, I was so pissed about that. That blew my mind. And then we go into. I said the wife realizes that it's John, um, and he's on the roof. He's trying to reach any any copy can. They're saying fuck you. That's. So we've got a little bit in between there with him calling the cops, and then because Hans Gruber can hear this on the radio, yep. he can hear he can hear John McClain radioing right. out. So Hans Gruber says, "All right, how'd you get this?" And he says, "You're down a guy or something like that." The funnier part was when he when he sent down the dead guy with the ho 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 in the elevator. Yep. Right. He was listening in the elevator shaft, writing down names on his arms, so yep. he could identify. It's a police trick about how many hostages are. Terror, I guess. Terrorists are there, yeah. What I loved, and I want to add in here, so he has a quote, no fucking shit, lady, do I sound like I'm ordering pizza? Yep, (laughs) I wrote that down too. (laughs) And we're going to add that in here. Yes, I love it. Mayday, mayday, anyone copying Channel 9? Terrorists have seized the Nakatomi building and are holding at least 30 people hostage. I repeat, unknown number of terrorists, six or more armed with automatic weapons at Nakatomi Plaza, Century City. It's the best place to transmit. Somebody answer me, goddammit. The roof. Go, go. Attention, whoever you are, this channel is reserved for emergency calls only. No fucking shit, lady. Do I sound like I'm ordering a pizza? Woo. Yeah, I said they literally heard gunshots and did nothing about it. I did. So this is when Uncle, uh, Steve Urkel's uncle shows up. That's the cop. <laughs> Al Powell. Or, yep. as Alex says, a beautiful son of a bitch. He was. He <laughs> was. So also, he... gas was 74 cents a gallon back oh, then. Oh, Jesus, I didn't even see that. Be- because I Al- noticed that. Because Al-, Al-, Al Powell was going to the gas station to get his pregnant wife uh, Twinkies oh, and uh, Ho-Ho. No, just just Twinkies. That's really sweet because I thought it was for him because he's a little he's a cop. <laughs> He asks what's in Twinkies because he's trying to choke down like a year right. old Twinkie he found on one of the one of the floors in construction. God, you're just fucking full of fun facts. <laughs> My next thought was 
They all have the aim of a stormtrooper. Yes, I said I'm getting so much Star Wars vibes from this. And then, OMG, titties again. I was like, do we see titties again? He runs back and he sees the posters and oh, yeah, still, the Playboy still titties. titties. That's June, or no, also, that's that's April 1988. <laughs> right. I love it. Brushed up on your Playboy. I did some I feel like I feel like we'd get some Ew. more we'd get some more <laughs> views that. if we posted those on our uh, Insta. Yes. Titties. Well, I wrote dude looks so fucked up. Was he like severely hurt at this point? He he was and this yeah. is when he he's a little bit desperate, I think. And so he yeah. he tries to jump out. And it wasn't as was it a window yeah. or but yeah. he but the gun's holding yeah. his weight and I said I can't believe that a gun can hold a grown man's that's, body weight. That's that's when uh after he gets the radio, Hans Gruber yes. sends two guys he knew that he was on the roof, and that's when uh, he's because he, uh, Bruce Willis doesn't know that the that. Um, I love that, that we just called Bruce Willis. <laughs> okay, but that's my whole note. Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis doesn't know that the guys are coming up to look for him. Yeah. So he's standing on the roof, just all nonchalant, and he hears the door open. Mm-hmm. He goes to hide underneath the helicopter pad. They start shooting at him. And he then he has to go slide down, and then he ends up right. he ends up finding um, a vent with a fan. It's probably an air exchange. Yeah. Yes, and, and fucking Fabio's chasing him. Yeah. He has to like prop the gun in there while he while he climbs through there. That's how he ends up in the elevator shaft, and then he uses the gun as I don't know you want to call it like a it it's kind of a, an anchor point, and he and then he has to he has to propel himself down the elevator shaft, but the stock on the gun Isn't ends it, up breaking. Yes. He Doesn't falls. Make a lot of noise, too? He, well, they hear him because he's grunting, yeah. which is, un, like, yeah. <laughs> well, and he's he's quite terrified. He, he has, he, he kind of did it as, like, a last prayer, like, please yeah. hold. Uh-huh. I said he is not possibly that strong to go down level by level. Well, I, I mean. Apparently he is. He's but, not, is he fucking Spider-Man? Yes. But you can, you can yes. hear him in the elevator shaft, and he's like, Mur, Sounds like my cat. It's just, I don't know. I mean, I understand Hollywood needed to do it, but it's, like, easy. Yeah, I said, oh, no, he made big noise. Good thing he's barefooted. (laughs) Because they hear him. No, they can see from the roof which elevator shaft he ducks into. Right. But it's a duct system, so they have to go through and sweep it. I was going to say, he's in the duct vents. I said, that's my fucking nightmare. Yep. Also, that someone has... Tank top is straight up like brown yeah. at this point. Bruce Willis at that point. This is another so quote. Gross. <laughs> this is another quote I want to add. Yeah. Now I know what a TV dinner feels yep, like. Yep, I wrote that what? down too. <laughs> Come out to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. Now I know what a TV dinner feels like. The cops roll in? Yes, I said, police at the building. And that's when I said, ew, Bruce Willis's tank is straight up brown at this point. Yeah. And then I, and then whoa, I said... Whoa, whoa, wait, whoa, whoa. We missed one thing, though. Okay, what, tell what, us. What, tell us what we, it is. We missed one what? thing. Did we? Because, the, when, because the, the police don't show up. The one cop shows up, and then Bruce Willis has the brilliant idea of taking the dead body from... Tossing it. He tosses it out because he has to shoot out this window, and the guys hear him shooting in this room... He shoots out the window and he throw he chucks the body like a badass down onto the pavement. You're right. I did put that. So I said cop I rolls in. Uh, he goes, no sign of disturbance. Uh, I guess we should be going. I'm like, cause it's Christmas and he's out. I also said, did he not just see the fucking gunshots on the roof from the gas station? Because I did. <laughs> also, how soundproof is is this building? Yeah. Throws a fucking body onto the car. Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> yep. I didn't think it'd be like this violent, honestly. It was because everyone goes, it's a Christmas movie. I'm like, it's not a Christmas movie. I knew it was that, like uh, him sneaking around the building, but I didn't know the, it was like this The Christmas stress. movie was cultivated off the fact that you see, one, it's, it's a, ho- a creepy ass Santa It's a holiday man. party. Yeah. And two, you get the ho, ho, ho. Now I have the cops show up. So what happens Freeze, in between motherfucker. those, because... I don't. I don't remember what happens in between those two things. So, the co- show up. So the cop rolls up, and Hans Gruber's sitting in um, John McClane's wife's office. That's right. Looks yeah. out the window, and he says, "We have one police officer. Not nothing more than a blimp on our plan." Right. And then he tells the guys from the roof, "There's one guy on one because the building's shaped like a like a weird Y. Mm-hmm. So one of the guys on the roof ends up shooting at the cop car." 
and then he at the same they did the time but pretty well they, they he hucked the body and then they started shooting at the same time right so al powell throws it into reverse and he's like and he my th- he's like my fucking car looks like lasagna or some Swiss bullshit cheese. Like, Swi- lasagna <laughs> Got my set, car looks like lasagna. It's got seven layers and three that's, cheeses. Let's go. That's the name that's of our podcast. That's the name of this episode. My car looks like, like lasagna. lasagna. <laughs> yes. So. Also, didn't he say, welcome to the party, pal? Right after his car got crushed? Yes. He throws okay. the body out yep. the window, and as it hits the ground, he goes, welcome to the party, pal. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so all the cops show up, and all I have is, who carries a goddamn stick of dynamite? And this is where I put yippee ki yay, motherfucker. Yes. And we have to add that in right yep. here. Yep. Check on all the others. Don't use the radio. See if he's lying about Marco and find out if anyone else is missing. Mr. Mystery Guest. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Unless you want to open a front door for me. Uh, no, I'm afraid not. But you have me at a loss. You know my name, but who are you? Just another American who saw too many movies as a child. Another orphan of a bankrupt culture who thinks he's John Wayne, Rambo, Marshall Dillon. I was always kind of partial to Roy Rogers, actually. I really like those sequined shirts. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. And then I said, yeah, because the cops show up, and I'm like, finally, everyone gets serious about this shit. And then I said, FBI bitches, cop movies, love it, because they're like, oh, this is like any other cop movie, blah, blah, yep. blah. And then I said, yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker, I know that line. <laughs> so the next thing I put was, the plan begins to unravel. That's what I said, too! Oh, my God, we're twins! So I said, newscaster, that hair, so bad. She must have had, like, the big-ass perm. Oh, yeah. And then I said, oh, Snape. Sarah, Jesse, Raphael-ass shit. But yeah, I said the exact same thing, that their plan is falling apart. I don't have enough information on this. I say cop and Roy talk. Yeah, who's Roy? So Roy John. is John, John McClane's... So they're building a, a friendship tag, it's, a, it's a tag alias they're going to use over the radio. He can't say who he is because his wife is in the building uh, being held hostage, is what I gathered. I was like, who's Roy, LOLs? <laughs> also, I said, bro, go on different channels. <laughs> but he also wants to hear the other dudes. I guess, yeah. I said, I love the guy driving the limo. Just getting yes. hammered in the parking lot. The, the interesting thing that... <laughs> I would like to point out too is please do is uh, when Roy is talking or when John McClane is talking to Al Powell on the radio. Yep. He uses a lot of cop jargon. Yep. Without because he doesn't want Hans Gruber to know. Right. But he also wants Al Powell to, to know, know. That he's yep. a cop. Yep. So he uses a lot of cop jargon and then. Uh, the- so he starts to understand that he's a cop, or he also, goes, "I think he's a cop." Also, the old dude is super familiar. Can't think of it right now. The old detective dude. We get to this dude who's the lead detective. Yes. And he he's just a douchebag. And the only thing I could say was, okay, boomer. <laughs> because that's exactly what he's He might have been like 1940s. Like not- he, he legit he legit is too old for that, but he betrays it in such a way in this movie that it just drives me insane. I wonder. If I got in a fight with a kid on Instagram the other day. Because he called me a boomer. <laughs> no, you didn't. I was, he called you a boomer. I was chirping some kid about like it was like it was <laughs> not the other day. It was like oh. October. The Breakfast Club. He was the principal. Oh, Greg, yep, Greg. Told okay, me that, yep. that's how I knew him. Sorry, yeah, I still, still boomer. Not I, another teen movie too. He was. <laughs> I, I, this, I was talking about load management in the NBA, and what? I. It's stupid. It's, what is wrong Don't with get you? me on that subject. But I told him, I said, these guys are overpaid and they're prima donnas. And he's like, okay, boomer. And I was like, kid. I'm literally I was like, kid, I'll fucking old. hunt you down and kill your parents. Jesus. <laughs> so you guys. <laughs> Sorry. So what I've got, we've got the douchey boomer who sends in the troops. The guy is in there, one of the, the fucking terrorists. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he's like sneaking in. And he goes, well, better take a Hershey's <laughs> from the goddamn... Yeah. Snack stand. Yeah. That, well, that that's when they're trying to breach the door, and because um, Al Powell says, 
don't send him in there because John McClane knows what the, the what the bottom floor looks like. Yeah. Yes. He knows they've got C4 and more terrorists than the FBI knows about. So they send guys to try and breach the door. When they get to the door, they let them get halfway through breaching it, and then they light them up. But Hans Gruber says, stun them, don't kill them. Yep. He wants them to be stunned and not killed, but one of them misses and shoots a guy in the leg. That's right, yeah. They're going after the lights, so the troops are in. Yep. And well, they're the, shooting the lights out. I said, that's and, some Batman shit. Well, no, and, they, they sent the car in before they started shooting the lights. Right. The big car, because that's where you said Batman shit, because that, the big car they have looks like the yeah. Batmobile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they ram it, and then, then they go for the lights. And then after that, when the car is trying to make its way up the steps... That's where the missiles you saw come in. Yes. They set up the RPG and on the... they blow the shit they, out of that. They blow the fuck out of that car. <laughs> Blowy blow. Okay. Ooh. Blowies. We have the Batmobile. Yes. And okay, then, I got that part now. And then I said, they're going for the lights, cause, because that's what fucking Urkel's yep. uncle said. Yep. And, Urkel's uncle. And then, fucking douche Magoo of the uh, older generation yep. says... Oh, yeah, I think they're going for the lights. And I said, obviously, no, okay, shit, boomer. Sorry. Yeah, I said smart. I said that's really smart, honestly. I do have a best smart-ass line of the movie. Anybody else have a contender? Well, I did quote, the quarterback is toast. Yeah. What is that? What was that? The quarterback is the vehicle. Because that's supposed right. to be the ace in the hole. Bruce Willis is still barefoot, if anyone cares. So they, they fucking annihilate the, the quarterback, quarterback, which essentially is like... A big-ass explosion, what, what as is, I said. What is now our next step? Blows up the damn building, and I said, I'm worried about the 30... Because this is Bruce Willis now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He blows up... He throws that shit down, blows up the building. I said, I'm worried about the 30 hostages and the fact that his wife is one of yeah. them. She plays it cool, though. She plays it. She, she, she took the picture and laid it down. Right. And it, there's, there's one scene where Alan Rickman turns around and he looks at like, the picture. But he doesn't see it. He doesn't look it up. But then all of a sudden he sees it. And then he's he like, realizes. oh, wait. He picks it up and then he puts two and two together. And he realizes. and Because he, he's wearing his cop blues in the picture and he puts it together that her, that, 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 uh, her, that uh, John, John McClane, that's what his name is, is a yes. cop. Yes. So then he pulls her out of the crowd. Yeah. No, before that, though, remember, the John McClane's wife goes into the office with Gruber, and she says, we have a pregnant woman out here that needs to go to the bathroom. Right. That's right, yeah. And so can he, we get her a sofa? Can we, can we get her a sofa? And he, she, she says, no, but I'll have a sofa brought in. Because she asks if she can go lay to in another, another room. room. And he said, and she said, unless you want to watch this happen, you should probably start having us go to the bathroom and shifts. Right. Yep, I made a note, and I was like, way to negotiate, girl. He picked, actually, he asks her, first of all, he says, who, who, like, who made you the leader? Who made you the boss? And she says, you did. Once you shot my, when you shot my boss, I became boss, or something like that, but. Fucking awesome. I was like, that queen, that queen. Also, is there a guy that's just, like, on coke the whole time? So, yes. And (laughs) I have have that noted. (laughs) I call him douchebag 90s Jesus. I said that dude is doing coke while he's waiting to get short, killed. He's got too The beard is Jesus on point, but yes. he doesn't have the long hair. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the one that but sells that's... him out because he's like, oh, yeah, that guy upstairs. And so then that's why they, I said they, they, 90s. They knew he was upstairs, though. But what he tried to do is he's because he, he was talking to John McClane's wife, and, he's, and he said, I, I, he's, he was doing I coke. I can negotiate us out of this. And he said, this. I got to get us out of this. And then she's like, what makes you think you can negotiate? And he said, I, I deal with million-dollar deals before breakfast. I can talk my way out of this. So he goes to talk to him in the office, and what what it comes down to is when he's talking to uh, when he's talking to to Gruber in the office, he says something to the extent of him and I are buddies. We go way back. Mm-hmm. He was my plus one to the party, and McLean knows what '90s douchebags trying to do. But at the same time, he '90s knows- Jesus Jesus douchebag. Okay, Jesus cokehead Jesus. There you go. You what? guys don't. Jesus cokehead Jesus. Bruce Willis knows what both guys are trying to do. <sighs> he says, "Tell me your real name. Tell them that we're not friends. They're gonna shoot you." And he's right. like, "No, no, no. We're good." Oddly enough, he he asks for a coke. He does. He does. He asks for a coke. Yep. I said, That's well, a can you very casual, high-calorie beverage before death. Unsettling. After the negotiations, after the Jesus 90 cokehead gets shot, it shows John McClane talking to Al on the radio. Mm -hmm. So when Al Al and John McClane are talking, he says, 
how are we going to get out of this one? Right. And he, he he's, he's quintessentially biting into a Twinkie, and then he, all you hear is gargling. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Nailed it. Jeez. Is that Jabba the Hutt dying? Oh, okay. But the thing that really scared me was that scene with the walkie-talkies when he was shooting and then, like, recorded everybody screaming. Yeah. That scared the fucking shit out of me. I was like, I don't like that. They, that's just, they, they that's talk, real. They yeah, talked like about that, that on the, the, the hostage negotiator on the news. We're not touching on the news enough. Oh, yeah. Because prior, it shows this, what do you want to call him, a kind of a junior news executive wanting to get this story because he catches it by hearing it on the CB radio. Yeah. Right. He goes to his boss and says, let me take a truck. Boss says, fuck off. He says, no, 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 I need, we need to get this. And he, he, he like finally like gets in his face and he says, look, I'm taking a truck whether you want or not. He says, all right, take right. truck five. Before that, I like how he shoots the, the, uh, the news anchor, like a little fuck you before he leaves. Yes. And he says something like, eat shit or like, like, Something like that, but yes. the, I, I think the news was important to an extent, but it didn't really, I don't know, I don't think it needed to be, I think that was like, that was like the director's like cousin, he's like, hey, right. you got a spot for me in your movie, can you be a douchebag on the news, can I fucking be a douchebag on the news, of I'll I do can. it, I'll do it. I put back to the news, the anchor's fucking dumb, and I love him. <laughs> <laughs> The FBI yes. shows up. The FBI shows up, and then... Also, I find important to say, best acting Snape has done... Uh, no, he was so good as... Mikhail, no, another factoid. I'll, I'll spew another factoid out here. Please do. That was his first big breakup movie. And he was amazing Fact. in it. He was amazing he had, in it. I miss him He, he, he so only had much. one daytime soap opera that he was a oh, mild no. star in prior. I couldn't find the name of it. He's so I mean, I bet you IMDb is probably on it. But but he's beautiful. I, I just love him. He's a goddamn, as our as our queens would say, baby angel. He's, okay, so I have a hostage terrorist, and they mention Helsinki syndrome. And I said... Helsinki so, syndrome. So I said, so like Beauty and the Beast? Well, then yes. the, the, the douchebag anchor on the news is like, Helsinki sweetened? And they're like, nope. nope. Helsinki Finland. Oh, that's cute. The my, my sass line in the movie is when the FBI shows up. Yes. The deputy was like, "The FBI is here," and he's like, "Yeah, the FBI." And then Deputy Albert Al Paolo goes, "You want a breath mint?" Yes. Eighties sarcasm. Sassy as fuck. So I have the next part is pulling the glass out of his foot. So he obviously <gasps> there's the, there's the scene. That's yes. that's a low that's the low point in the movie for Bruce Willis. Right. Like the lowest point. So gross. Because he's seen the two attempts that the FBI have to breach the building. After he asked him about the hostages, then he pulls the glass out of his foot. Yes. And then that's that that's when Bruce Willis had his emotional moment and he asked. He was talking he, to Al, Urkel's uncle. Al. He asked Al Urkel's uncle to tell his wife because he. He, yeah. But this is when Bruce Willis still thought that Hans Gruber didn't know that was his wife. Right. Because he said it over the radio. He said, find my wife after this is done, not knowing that Hans Gruber knew that his wife was in the hostages. Right. He said, tell my wife that I love her. So he fucked up. And he fucked up hard. And he said... Because he thought that was going to be the end of him. And yeah. he said, "Let me tell my wife that I was not good at letting our marriage work and that I needed to get behind her more. And that's and, when he fucking saw the picture. Yep. Pal... Yo, pal, you got a minute? I'm here, John. Listen, man, I'm starting to get a bad feeling up here. I want you to do something for me. Um, <clears throat> I want you to find my wife. Don't ask me how, by then you'll know how. Uh, I want you to tell her something. I want you to tell her that... Told her it took me a while to figure out uh, what a jerk I've been. But, um, that, that when things started to pan out for her, I should have been more supportive. And, uh, I just should have been behind her more. Tell her that, um, that she's the best thing that ever happened to a bum like me. She's heard me saying I love you a thousand times. She never heard me say I'm sorry. And I want you to tell her that, Alan. I want you to tell her that, uh, John said 
that he was sorry. Okay? You got that, man? Yeah, I got it, John. But you can tell about yourself. That was a huge turning point. Yeah. And then, so after that, then Bruce Willis is like, all right, the, the, the next scene would have been when Bruce Willis is walking around and he finds uh, Hans Gruber. Mm-hmm. And he, because he, Hans Gruber's wearing a suit, Bruce Willis gives the impression he thought that he was one of the dinner party guests. Right. So then he says, what are you doing up here? Oh, I, I got, I ran away and I was trying to hide. And so he, uh, Bruce Willis gives Alan Rickman the gun and he says, you have you ever fired one of these before? He says, I went to a range for a weekend with my buddies. I barely ever shot a gun. They walk, they turn the corner. Bruce Willis is in front of Alan Rickman and he goes, and Hans Gruber cocks the gun and Bruce Willis turns around and goes, oh, the German accent, you son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he pulls the trigger and then Alan Rickman looks all fucking surprised and he's like, what? And he's like, dude, I'm not fucking stupid, right, man. He I'm was, not going to give you a loaded he gun. Was, he was clocking him the whole time. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then I said, the power goes out as planned because the city shuts it down. Oh, I got it. I got it. That's when we find out Al's backstory, right? That's yep. what, yeah. yeah. And then that's when the, the terrorists get the money because now mm-hmm. they have a way to the safe because it blows out. I said LOL at Ode to Joy playing the background. The dun, dun, I love dun, it. Dun, 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 so they have this huge scene where the power's out. Yep. They're trying to figure out how they can figure out this whole situation <laughs> with the terrorists and now a wounded, we're going to call him a soldier or whatever he is. Do you oh, want to know what I said about Bruce Willis at the scene? Yes. Bruce Willis took off his whole fucking shirt. That motherfucker is sweaty. <laughs> he also looked good. Yummy. <laughs> yep. Yes. The, uh, but I, I, the, the, the thing that I thought about this movie is that Al, when, when Bruce Willis realizes that the building is on a backup generator because of the vault, he asks Al what's going on, and Al said something to the extent of they cut the power to the building, and Bruce Willis realizes, oh shit, that means they can get into the seventh core of the safe. Right. How he knows about safes, I don't want to go into that because it's a movie and we don't need to. Right. But... Then, and I think that's when Bruce Willis realizes that I gotta get the fucking let out. Right. And they go, 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 go. Um, I said choppers are coming. Yeah. Also, their kid was on the news. That was super fucked up. I said, yeah, so the kids are on the news. Like, I I love you, mommy. I know, I was like, uh, fuck that shit. No, not cool. He gets shot in the shoulder, and then there's like the attack with (laughs) another, with another Fabio, and straight up, I said, he's gotta use his strong foot. Because the other one's goddamn damaged. Oh, I and think he I'm, jumps off the roof as it explodes. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I gotta because go. Because that's when Alan Rickman blew up the fucking. I gotta, roof. Go, I gotta go back for a sec because when he's in the bathroom, oh after, after the whole Alan Rickman thing. Well, I, first of all, in chronological order, Alan Rickman, when he, when he gets the unloaded gun, mm-hmm. Bruce Willis runs. They end up getting in a firefight in the computer room right? where Bruce Willis was held up the entire time, or most of the time. That's when Bruce Willis puts two and two together of why was why was Hans Gruber, what was he looking for? Right. He goes on some, like, scouting mission, realizes there's a shitload of C4 that he didn't realize was there. Right. Alan Rickman gets his detonator back because Bruce Willis drops the bag during the struggle. Yes. That's when he has to walk across the glass, and then we get to the pulling out the glass scene. And then that's how he puts all of it together. It's up, yep. and he's going to blow the roof yep. apart. Bruce Willis goes running up there, and he says, Get the fuck off this roof. Mm-hmm. Y'all going to die. And then, I said, How is this motherfucker still alive? A literal helicopter blew up the building he was in. <laughs> right? Well, and then the, the helicopter tries to shoot Bruce Willis a bunch, mm-hmm. and then he, 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 he starts shooting in the air to try and get everybody back down the stairs. Because he's trying to scare them yep, to get back yep. in because he doesn't want them to die. Yep. Then he has to scale down again. And then he, he takes the, the fire hose. Yes, the fucking yep, fire hose. Yeah. Ties it around his waist. Dude, it stressed me out so bad. Jumps off the building. I and then, hated that scene. And Ugh. then, and then he, he he realizes that the chopper's going to keep shooting at him because they think that he's a, a terrorist. Yep. So then he takes his gun 
and he wastes two bullets from his handgun yep. shooting at the window. Yep. And right as the thing is going off the building, the the, the reel, yeah. that's when it explodes. But then the, the added drama at the end, he's on the floor in the office that he shot the window out of. Right. He's laying on the floor, and this anchor, the reel that the fire hose is, is attached to, is Olsen going falls, down. And he's got to untach himself. So he's got to un- undo himself. And then we come to the, the, the next part where he realizes, because he's still got his walkie-talkie, yeah. Alan Rickman comes on and says, hey, I got something for you. Yeah. And then he has his wife talk, and he's like, oh, shit. But Anyways. this is the hostage. This is the hostage yeah. situation. Yes. I said Mr. McClane looks like shit. <laughs> he's down on the floor that the hostage is taking place, and it's like that, that was like when the party was taking place, and there was like the waterfall thing. Oh, yeah. He's like in the waterfall during the explosion, and I was yep. just like, is this some Jurassic Park <laughs> shit? Um... And then he, he, he gets on the elevator to try and go find his wife. Right. He gets into a confrontation with the blonde Fabio, who Bruce Willis killed his yes. brother earlier in the movie. Somehow they end up, it, it's a pretty good choreography, but he ends up hanging the blonde Fabio by a yep. chain yes. going across the ceiling. Yes. And then he's laying on the ground writhing in pain because his foot is like falling off. Right. And then he, he looks over and he realizes there's packaging tape. And then he's like, oh, I know how to do this. So he attaches that goddamn gun to his back. He looks and he realizes he's got two bullets left in the gun. So he's like, I got to make these fuckers count. So he puts them in, he loads the gun, and he tapes the gun to his back. He walks down toward the vault, and you can see that they've got him in these crude printer paper boxes. Right. There's millions of millions of dollars in there. He trips one of the guys, and he drops the money, and then he walks over to, to Hans Gruber, and... He, he says something to the extent of, like, you, you started the party without me or whatever. Right. And then he, he's like, drop your drop your weapon. And he's like, here's my machine gun. It's empty anyway. And then you can see in a, in a real pan shot that the, the right hand to Alan Rickman is going for a gun mm-hmm. that's on, one of, the, one, on right. one of the dollies. Bruce Willis being a cop he's sees this. He's already got one. He, and then Alan Rickman says, put your hands above your head. So he goes up. Pop, pop. He, That's some Star Wars shit right there. Pops. He pops the, the, the kind of the, the henchman first. Yeah. And then yes. he, he pops Alan Rickman right in the fucking, like yeah. right in the chest. Yes. Takes his wife. They got out of the burning building, which oh. somehow they you blew. If you blow up like Jenga, if you pull two things. Well, that's what I thought. Out of the, yeah. if, if you two pull two logs out of the base, you're going to be wobbly at best. I don't like that whole that building shit should have gone down. Yeah. yeah, just completely like made out, all covered in blood, and the buildings. Yeah, he, he had blood from sense. coming out from his face, and he's like deep throat in her tongue. It's weird. <laughs> you know what? Should happen. That's what lizards do. What? Lizard people, the Illuminati. <laughs> Thirteen foot lizard people. That's what they do. They control the Denver airport. That's what they do. That's their headquarters. Did Bruce Willis kill every single German? Of course he did. Because he's uh-huh. fucking Bruce Willis. They walk out. They're being attended to. And I said, shouldn't they tend to his two fucking gun wounds and yeah. glass foot, etc. before no. he just goes home? No. This one's with me. They just bypass all the ambulance and shit. Okay, the wife punches him in the face. That's cool. And then I said, are they literally making out in the limo? Well, yes. we, we glossed over your boy uh, Argel. Argyle. We got we got a limo man. driver. Yeah, because that's uh, before yeah. the end of the set. Because he, he's a goddamn king. Alan Rickman calls down and says, "Get the truck ready." He's looking over and he sees this ambulance pull out, and then it backs into the loading dock, and he's like, "Uh, uh-uh, not my fucking house." I do love that all of a sudden one one more Fabio pops up, and I said, "That Powell gets to kill one more guy af- after accidentally brutally killing a child." Yeah. Touche. I know. <laughs> The wife with the punch, classic, the end is what I put. Yep. Do we get to give our ratings? Yes. I need to rewatch this, because full disclosure, I watched this after the Vikes game. I was very distracted. It was Sunday night. I was going back to work. Yep. And I wanted to take, like, good notes, but I didn't take good notes. Yeah, you're so, fine. Yeah. Give, give us, give us your friend. Minus three yippee Kaye motherfuckers. I love it. Yep. This is a movie that I had, I came in knowing nothing about, gave no shits about, because I'm not into action, which we talked about in our very yeah, first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Action isn't my thing. Mm-hmm. Watching it was fucking hilarious. It's so good. It was an adventure. Yep. It was super fun. Mm-hmm. My rating, I think it still holds up. Yeah. My rating is 640. Yes. 
80s Playboy magazines to white German terrorists and one new pair of shoes. Dude, you're so good at this shit. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, yippee kayes, I guess. Sounds good. Like, I don't know. Alex, what are your final thoughts? What do you rate it? What's your rate? Or how did you feel rewatching it for like the thousandth time? Well, for, I think the first time I saw this movie, I was 12. And my stepdad, like, forced me to... It was, like, 10 in the morning on a Saturday, like, during the summer. He did yell at me once because I never saw yes. this movie. Yes, he's very, yeah. very passionate yeah. about his 80s movies. <laughs> yep. And, we had to watch uh, Fight Club with him. I think my rating, I'd give it six and a half smashed Lincoln Continental Limo. <laughs> Well, thanks Yay. for joining us, everybody. Yeah, that was good. This is Stream Queens. <laughs> oh, should we shout out our friends? <gasps> we should. Yes. Okay, you guys. So we have these peeps that we just fucking adore, and all of you should listen to immediately. Yes. Nothing You Say Matters. Yes. With Bunny and David. Ugh. We are going to post this. So good. Little... Post to y'all on Insta and everything else you fucking care about. Facebook for your old fucks. And listen to them because they are so fucking funny. They fucking kill me. Um, we love you. We love you. And we'll see you next week. Bye! Bye. <laughs>